Welcome to the Essential Geopolitics Podcast from Stratfor, a RAIN company. I'm Emily Donahue. U.S. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden recently wrote that if he were elected president, the United States would re-enter the JCPOA. That's the agreement negotiated in 2015 to contain Iran's nuclear ambitions. President Trump withdrew from the deal in 2018. For guidance, I turn to Matthew Bay, who is Stratfor's senior global analyst. Matthew, thank you for helping me out here. That's my pleasure. First, can you tell me what Vice President Biden proposed to do with the Iran nuclear deal? So um, Vice President Biden has proposed to quickly re-enter the JCPOA if Iran returns to full compliance. So when President Trump left the JCPOA in 2018. Since then, Iran has been uh, steadily reducing its compliance by doing things like uh, increasing the amount of enrichment that they're doing for uranium, um, increasing their stockpiles, uh, increasing the level of that they're enriching uranium to, restarting some of their programs that have installed around developing more advanced centrifuges. Um, a, a Biden administration would try to get Iran to stop all those activities um, in order to re-enter the JCPOA in exchange for the U.S. reintroducing suspensions on sanctions that it had been implementing that were removed by uh, Trump in 2018. How simple would that be to re-enter the JCPOA and turn back the clock? Well, it would be, would be very difficult for a couple of reasons. The first reason is that President uh, Trump has not only reintroduced the sanctions that were uh, suspended by the JCPOA, but has expanded them in several key different ways. For example, um, he sanctioned the IRGC by declaring it a foreign terrorist organization. It's a part of Iran's formal military. He has also designated a jurisdiction of primary money laundering concerns. Iran would want all of those things to be also reversed um, as a part of a, a, a new deal, which just means from a timeline perspective, it's really hard to really quickly re uh, reenter the JCPOA. Another complicating factor is that Iran has their own elections uh, coming up in June, and we could see a, a more hardline position from Iran once we have a, a different president uh, within Iran. Um, another complicating factor is that if we don't have a, a quick deal that's uh, reached in within the first, say, year or two that's very comprehensive, then a lot of the JCPOA's um, long-term sunset clause issues, which is something that the Republicans are always against, will become more of a critical issue. In 2023, um, the UN arms embargo on Iran's ballistic missile program ends. In 2023, you also start to have some of the clauses and provisions around Iran's nuclear program starting to, to expire, although most of them don't expire until 2025 or 2030. So if we're talking about the U.S. trying to, you know, maintain its core interests within the Middle East, the U.S. would want to extend those provisions beyond 2023, 2025, etc., which means broadening out negotiations beyond just the JCPOA itself. So that's a lot of complications internally in the United States, certainly, and among the signatories to the agreement. But what are the complications on the Iranian side that might make it difficult to reenter the deal? Well, Iran's also going to be looking at, you know, trying to maintain the maximum form of leverage that it can. If we're starting to talk about widening the scope of negotiations, um, Iran's going to want to keep hold of its most important negotiating cards, i.e. its nuclear program, in order to, one, um, ma and maintain that it can give up that card in order to get the maximum uh, sanctions relief, and two, in order to narrow the scope of potential negotiations um, down the road because um, the, the U.S. is likely to also see a strategy evolve to being including things like Iran's ballistic missile program, which was used uh, in the attacks against Saudi Arabia a year ago. 
Um, so Iran's going to want to make sure that it can it use the, the nuclear program as its most important uh, negotiating card to play, uh, which means that it's going to use it to try to scale back any negotiations moving forward, which means to take a more hardline position with it. Making a jump here, Matthew, but were Joe Biden to be elected, how would the Trump administration uh, react to this idea in the last few months of its term? So the Trump administration is very clear that it does not want the U.S. to have an, uh, an easy path to negotiating with Iran um, under a, a Democrat president. A lot of the Republican strategy has been ensuring that whatever sanctions the Trump administration puts into place um, are very difficult to peel back. I already mentioned that with the respect to the IRGC sanctions, with respect to the money laundering concerns. So we would likely see that strategy continue and potentially even even accelerate in the in a, in a last three months of a of a Trump administration just to ensure that Biden cannot hit the ground running when it comes to negotiating with Iran. A lot of complications there. Matthew Bay, thank you so much. Thank you. Matthew Bay is senior global analyst for Stratfor, a rain company. You can read more of his comprehensive intelligence and forecasting on this topic and much more with a subscription to Stratfor Worldview. Check out the special price for podcast listeners at stratfor.com slash podcast offer. That's all one word, stratfor.com slash podcast offer. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.